Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town, and welcome to another hastily prepared edition of Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Doghouse from Federal Baseball on the line after the Nationals' nail-biter of a 7-6 win over the Atlanta Braves, 72-49 and on the year for a change. Doghouse will start in the eighth inning this time. Nationals have a 6-3 lead after an ugly top of the inning by the Braves. Let's in a couple runs. Let's in a run, I should say. Like 6-3. Matt Belisle comes on, gives up a leadoff double by Dan, Danzy Swanson, gets a grounder for what should be an out. A uh, fielding error by Danny Espinosa puts two runners on, first and third. Ender Inciarte grounds out. Uh, run scores there. Danzy Swanson comes in. Coda Glover comes on. Gets a grounder to third, then Anthony Rendon sails into right field, two runners on again, Freddie Freeman steps in next, and of course two run double to left center to tie the game up at six at that point uh, are you surprised they went to Coda Glover, uh, you don't know who's available at this point with the whole bullpen kind of overworked, but Matt Belisle there and Coda Glover both hurt by the errors and the Braves tie it up at six in the eighth there Yeah, I, I'm Honestly, I'm not even sure who's in the bullpen anymore. Uh, has Burnett been called up already? You know, is is did Doug Slayton come out of retirement and he's he's back in there? It's it, it kind of even even as the hardy perennial of the uh, Nats Nightly podcast, it, it's hard for me to to keep up with what's going on here in the season lately. Um, but I, I was a little surprised to see Belial in that situation. You know, it's a little bit more leverage than we expect. Uh, for him, as we've established the equivalence early in the season, that's kind of like putting Papelbon in there, and you certainly wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. But uh, given the the struggles in Colorado, the bullpen's been worked very hard. Uh, people have been called up and sent down, and I don't I don't know who's where. Uh, but you you've got to consider that uh, this is a decision Dusty made based on. Uh, how many pitches have been on people's arms recently? You know, certainly, I, I think. Uh, uh, why can't I remember anyone's name right now? Um, the, the guy you normally expect in the eighth inning, Sean Kelly. Yes, thank you. Uh, has pitched the last two days, and and the Nats really don't like to pitch him more than two days in a row. And he, he threw twenty some pitches last night. Uh, so you, you you go to who you have, uh, maybe who is not necessarily who you want to put out there. But, uh, okay, at least they didn't give up the lead. You know, you, you can go that far. And uh, to, to, to be honest, you know, they pitched well enough to get out of the inning uh, had there not been those two errors there. Uh, and even even with only one of those errors, there, there's a good chance the Nats get out of that winning inning with the uh, with the lead intact. So I think you can say Dusty made reasonable moves uh, given the condition of the bullpen and the, the, the long streak of consecutive games that the, the team still has ahead of it. Yeah. yeah, Considering how it went, I assume there'll be some questions in the post game about his uh, choices of relievers there. So we'll see who was and wasn't available if he's willing to share that information at this point, which he might not be with two left with the Braves coming up. It was 6-6 after eight, however, Top in the ninth inning, Jim Johnson comes on for the Braves, gets one out, then Wilson Ramos ground ball to center for a single. His pinch runner, Pedro Severino, comes up. 
Jason Worth's on base streak dies a hero. He moves the runner into scoring position with a ground out. Uh, Anthony Rendon, I'm not sure if you knew this, but he walked more than he came in college, takes a free pass there. Clint Robinson steps in with two on, uh, sends a single to center to bring Pedro Severino in. Seven six Nationals at that point. They blow the lead one inning, take it right back the next. Kind of heartbreaking for the Braves fans that were there, but Clint Robinson comes up with a really big hit there. And if Jason's worth, worth on base streak had to die, at least it died a hero, as I said. Well, I, I feel no pity for any Braves fans who are there who, who annoy me every time they engage in a little outburst of synchronized stereotyping out there in the stands. Uh, they, they deserve every loss that gets hung on them in, the, in home and away, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but I, I was a little disappointed that, that Worth didn't uh, capitalize there and, and drive in the winning run to uh, to uh, uh, extend his streak. Uh, you're right, though. He, he did set up the go-ahead run in even more dramatic fashion there. Uh, if he couldn't do it, well, at least Clint Robinson got the opportunity there with uh, with his backside hanging out for like half the game, he uh, he made good on it, and uh, <laughs> and uh, that that move there of uh, putting in Severino for his fast for a catcher speed uh, actually worked out this time. I, I feel like every time Ramos gets gets pinch run for uh, there, there's there's not the opportunity to capitalize upon it. This time it was uh, it was ideal. And uh, Robinson went up there, got a single just through, and Severino chugged around those bases like uh, Ramos. Well, you really don't want him to to attempt. I think that that burst of speed, given the, the hamstrings problems he's had in the past, but uh, made that made the, made it around the bases in plenty of time, and uh, and got the go ahead run there. So uh, good good work there for everyone. Uh, Rusty Staub gets to, to hang on to co-lead for first place on that uh, franchise record for uh, for another season, looks like. LeGrand Orange lives. The final Jason Worth OBP KMA update, 46 games, 43 hits, 32 walks over the course of his on-base streak, which ends tonight with an 0 for 5, 3 Ks, 5 left on base for Worth. It was fun while it lasted, or sort of fun at least. Jason Worth did not care about it either way. Uh, so let's get into some of the other things from the night. Uh, can't get go too far into the show without talking about Ben Revere's catch earlier in the game. Uh, Freddie Freeman with a two-out fly to right center. Looks like it's going to be a home run. All of a sudden, enter Ben Revere, sprinting out of center field all the way over to right center. Makes a leaping grab at the wall. Just an unbelievable catch. Uh, one of the better ones we've seen this year. Every time I see one during a game or every, anyone online sees one, it's automatically the catch of the year when you see it. But this is a pretty darn good one by Ben Revere there to bring one back. Especially when you consider that Revere is not a tall man. It, it, it is almost a, a guaranteed way to make Mrs. Doghouse giggle is to show her a picture of Ben Revere standing next to Jason Worth. Uh, <laughs> you know, which one of these is not like the others? You line up all the Nationals outfielders. It's, it's mostly some, some pretty big guys. And then there's Tiny Revere in there soaring up into the air, you know, reaching way over the wall and halt. Well, okay, not way over, but maybe a foot over the wall and back a little bit, snagging that ball in his glove and hauling it back in. That was uh, 
plays like that are why we watch baseball because uh, th- there's so much of it that there's a pretty good chance you're going to see something extraordinary if you hang in there and watch every game. And uh, and we were rewarded today with that play, a, a, a fine, wonderful play. And as much as we say that Revere is not Span, he's he's still pretty good. And uh, he, he showed us a fine example of that tonight. Some good defense on the Braves and in the third inning of a different sort, I'd say. Uh, Trey Turner single to start the inning. Ben Revere hits a fly ball to left and next at bat. Turner's running on contact there, doesn't see where it goes, and the Braves go into deke mode. Uh, Enders Enciarte's out there in center field, running in like he's kind of field a grounder just to confuse Turner. The infielders play along with him and act like they're <laughs> accepting a throw into the base there. And uh, Trey Turner just hung up on second there, gets deked out completely, doesn't know where the ball is, uh, finally figures out that it's in Matt Cunt's glove in left field on a fly ball, so he has to race back to the bag, gets doubled up at first there. They had to go to the review to get the call right, but really nice play by the uh, Braves there. Just to have everyone in the game like that and aware of what the possibilities are to just take him out completely. Well, in, in Trey Turner's defense, it was Matt Kemp, so he figured if it was a fly ball, he was going to drop it anyway. <laughs> With a one-handed attempt. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's a, again, one of those sort of heads-up things in baseball. It's like, you know, the, the acting like you're going to catch it or pretending you're going for the ground ball, that never works. Just like the, the fake to third, throw to first, never works except sometimes it does, and when it does, it's awesome, even if you're on the wrong side of it. <laughs> Dan Roark was on the mound at the start here, kind of a forgotten man and all this because he gave up a few late, and then they blew his lead. But he started the day 2-0 and with a 0-6-4 ERA, one earned run in 14 innings and two starts versus the Braves this season, four straight wins going into tonight's game, a 1-6-5 ERA, 2-12, 2-91, 333 line against, and 27 in the third inning pitched over that stretch. Uh, one run on five hits in seven innings versus the Braves last week in D.C. Ender Enciarte with a two-out, two-run home run in the sixth to end Rourke's shutout bid. 91 pitches after six innings. Looked a little tired going back out there for the seventh. Nick Markakis hits a solo home run on his 103rd pitch. That's it for him. Uh, he was rolling. Got tired a little quick there out there. Uh, Dusty Baker might have left him in for a batter or two too long, but I uh, can't really pick on Baker's uh, decision to send him back out there for the seventh the way he was going. Yeah, you've you got to figure that uh, given that he was uh, quick to go to, to Belial and Glover in the bullpen, that uh, Dusty was concerned with with the freshness of the arms out there. So that's that's probably why he brought uh, brought Roark back out when it when it seemed like he was kind of out of gas. Uh, okay, he got one more out uh, at the cost of one more run, but. It ended up being enough, I guess. Uh, it, it, it's kind of it's kind of too bad uh, be, because it, it you know still quality start. Uh, it, it was a good outing. Um, th- there was a, a bit more hard contact in the air uh, than I was expecting to see. Um, I, I think his, his control sort of pitching up in the zone was not as strong tonight as it is some nights. Uh, there weren't as many ground balls, and if you were going to mention this later, sorry for preempting it, that he got two strike him out, throw him outs instead of the, the double plays on the ground. I think he may have had one of those, uh, one of those today, but uh, 
you know, the, the old cliche is that he knows how to win. And although pitcher wins are dumb, it seems like uh, Roark is the sort of guy who, w- whether it's luck or some skill that we just don't understand, uh, seems to come up with ways to help the team, even when they're not the uh, uh, conventional methods that fall under defense-independent pitching theory. On the offensive end, uh, Trey Turner came into this game 9 for 19 versus the Braves so far this season. Goes 3 for 5 tonight. A quick math using my fingers, that's 12 for 24 so far in the season against the Nats. I know he's rivals. Another big game for him. Uh, as impressive as he was at the plate, I think a defensive play on him, grounder up the middle late in the game. He made a uh, spinning throw from behind second base to get an out at first there. It's just some really impressive defense, but he continues to impress at the play. The leadoff double and a single in his first two at-bats, scored a run in the first there to get the Nats up early. Uh, just continues to impress and make me wish that he's been up here for a little longer playing, though I understand how he was handled and why he was brought up when he was. Uh, just continues to impress now that he is up 324 average on the year after tonight's 3 for 5. Well, you you got to give Rizzo a break here because the the mirage of June Espinosa was just so appealing that that you had to give it a chance. Um, but the the reality of August Turner is is awfully nice. Gosh, he is he is getting his hits. He is uh, putting together some good at bats when he doesn't swing early. Showing off terrific speed on the bases. And the knock at Turner was going to be his defense, is that he's, he's no Espinosa, and maybe he's a little bit of an upgrade over, uh, you know, over Murphy. But, wow, that, that play he made tonight on that ground ball up the middle, he was basically at the center of the diamond behind second, moving directly away from first because he really had to go hard to get that ball, uh, turning his body around, throwing – and he still beat the runner, granted, just barely. But that's, uh, that's the kind of play you expect out of Espinoza. And we are, are not expecting that out of, uh, out of Turner's arm and out of his range, but we saw it today. Um, I, I will be delighted if he continues to show us those kind of plays on a regular basis and if this wasn't, wasn't just a one-off here. Because um, that, that that would just be fantastic for the Nats. It'd be interesting with uh, Ben Revere's defense off over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Trey Turner playing center and second base with Ryan Zimmerman on the DL, but he's supposed to come back tomorrow. So I'm interested to see how Dusty Baker lines him up when he is available again, when Zimmerman's available again, and uh, back in the lineup tomorrow night if he is. So Dusty Baker's got some decisions to make going forward. Nationals play two more with the Braves coming up. Uh, seven o'clock game tomorrow night again. Uh, Seventy-two and forty-nine on the year after the win tonight. They make us sweat a little bit, but get another win against the Braves. Ten and one against the Braves so far this season. Nats nightly sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. We'll talk to you after tomorrow night's game, sir. Go Nats.